0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Strong Christian Female Podcast. This is Charity, and we are jumping right in. So before this podcast, we posted a reading from the book, Somebody Lied to You. And how we're working this now is we read a section or a chapter of the book, and then we talk about it. Now, the day we record it, we actually talk about what was covered, and then maybe we cherry pick a section out and we expand on it. And that's what today's about. A section I read from is called It Only Takes One Lie. One lie can change a nation. And in that reading, we talked about abortion and how 25% of the millennial and Gen Z generations have been aborted. We're going to dive into that today. So nice and light, as you might imagine. No, it's actually great. Let's let's talk about this. We are so, so evasive as a church when it comes to abortion. In our hearts, we might know it's wrong, but our mouths don't say a whole lot. We're going to change that. And today, we're just going to talk about what it means when we talk about the 25%, the 25% that are not here. What is that doing to us? And what is a church are we to be doing? All right, let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Strong Christian Female Podcast, I'm your host, Charity, and this is a community of women who want to be warriors for Jesus Christ. We are kicking off the desire to be comfortable and embracing a wholehearted abandonment to Him alone, not through legalism, not through works, but through His grace and mercy. We are going to overcome the lies of this culture and replace them with the eternal truth of God's Word. So, Whether you're a student, a stay-at-home mom, a grandma, an entrepreneur, whether you're new to the walk of Christianity, or a veteran spiritual warrior, you are welcome here. Let's get started. So let's talk about that section, the 25%. Did you know that abortion is legal, obviously, but it was based on so many lies, and one of the lies that they keep perpetuating, which is ridiculous— is that that's not a baby. Well, did you know that in 1973, they didn't even have ultrasound? You didn't even find out if you were having a boy or a girl. You didn't know. And they claimed that this blob was not alive. They didn't even know it had a heartbeat. They didn't know it had brain waves, sensations, nerve endings, that it feels pain. 1973 started the abortion issue with lies, lies about these women that weren't true, lies about... Growing babies inside a woman's body, which are not true and have been scientifically disproven for decades now. We, we keep claiming science, but it shifted from that's not a baby to, oh crap, that is a baby. Well, now what do we say? Oh, we should say it's my choice, my body, my choice, but it's not your body. It's uniquely separated from your body, it's a different body. So, whatever lie works, they keep throwing it down on the table. We've murdered 60 million innocent people in our country. And when is the church going to start talking about it? Do you know if I bring up abortion in a casual conversation, people are like revolted and they don't know what to do and they just look like deer in the headlights and they just want to look away. And I talk passionately on this podcast. I'm not necessarily talking passionately in that casual conversation. People don't want to talk about this. They don't want, they certainly don't want to talk about pornography, which over 80% of pornography shows violent acts towards women Or children, I think it's more like eighty-nine percent if I'm remembering the statistic correctly. I know it's definitely more than eighty. And they claim that half of people who regularly attend church look at pornography. So we're looking constantly at violent acts towards others, innocent people. How is any of this allowable in our church? But the reason we don't talk about it is it's common. Well, I don't want to shame anybody you're not shaming them. You're setting them free from their bondage. And until you get those two things straight, you will never impact people's freedom. Jesus came to set us free from our sin, to set us free from our mental torment, to set us free from our own mental anguish, to set us free from the lies that this world has gripped us in. Whether it's sexual perversion, hello, the Bible says a lot about that. Whether it is the allowance of murder, whether it is this lukewarm blasé apathetic nobody cares walk with Jesus because we're so afraid of offending someone or in the church's leadership case nine times out of ten they have a board telling them what to think not Jesus enough already we have got to fix this problem we have and this problem we have is so destructive toward actual lives but until we stand up and say, we're done with this, we're done with these lies, nothing's going to happen. And today we're starting with the lie of abortion. And the reason we're starting with the lie of abortion is right now we are seeing elections still up for grabs, not just the national presidential election, but local elections and Senate elections, which will follow suit if they find that there was corruption with this election. Some of you may think this is poppycock and fluff and stuff. Get your head off the media and ask Jesus what he thinks. Don't even ask me what I think. Ask Jesus what he thinks. Is this true? And if it is true, just pray that the truth be exposed. That's all we're praying for here. The truth be exposed. But you need to understand there are senators who are running for re-election or who are running for new election that are perfectly fine murdering babies up to nine months in the womb, and even a few minutes after, where in order to snuff out their life, they have to break their neck. And I'm being being blunt, but this is common knowledge. Those that are pro-choice, some of them know this. They support this. They are vicious about supporting it. And I'm not saying we need to be vicious. That's the world's game. But we got to get our head in the game because we're outside. We're not even in the bleachers watching. We're like on the other side of the fence. Like, I don't know. We're just a street merchant. I I don't even know where we are as a church right now when it comes to the abuse of children. But we got to get our head in the game. Don't go. It's not about conspiracy theories. It's about listening to truth and saying, God, protect these kids. Rise up in me, a spirit of protection. Rise up in me, a spirit of truth. Rise up in me, a spirit that won't back down. Because right now the church won't talk about abortion. I've rarely heard anyone talk about abortion from this age. And I can tell you, I may in a youth meeting have heard someone mention porn, but it is allegedly, it affects 60 to 80% of our church members. So why aren't we talking about pornography and how God can set you free? What about pot, cocaine, alcohol? None of this is ever talked about. There are states that just legalize meth and cocaine. Good Lord. But you know what, let's just back the truck up and talk about 1973. This isn't about shame. This is about being set free. And until we understand that, we will lie to ourselves and say that that person is judging me and that person is da 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 and whatever. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. And we will back down. Now, again, I get it. Social media. ugh. But even in private conversations, people don't want it because they just go, well, what are you going to do? Well, I tell you what, shrugging your shoulders isn't what you're supposed to do. I'm just talking 10 minutes in prayer. I'm not talking about starting an organization or going all in on that. Pray. Ask God what we're supposed to do. But these policy makers must yield to Jesus to get your vote. And I'm here to tell you, most of them don't. So you need to find someone that values life. Because I'm telling you what, if you don't value the life of an innocent baby, you aren't going to value the life of a grown woman being abused at home. Sorry, it's that works. Oh, we hate babies and we're fine murdering them, but we do value grown adults. No, they don't because they follow the God of this world. And sometimes you don't have to be the driver of that train to be on the tracks heading straight to hell because you've just jumped on board because, well, it's what everybody else is doing. And they handed me this free ticket. I'm allowed to ride. Yeah, you're allowed to ride because they don't care about you. They don't care that you're along for the ride. They, they pray to God you're not fighting them. I mean, what would happen if the actual Christians in this nation rose up so strongly against abortion and the abuse of children, including human trafficking, which is my area of knowledge? What would happen? What would happen if instead of being passive and blasé and not caring, what would happen? Oh, we'd have a lot of people mad at us initially, but we would change the hearts and the minds of hundreds, of thousands, and maybe millions of people, if they were just exposed to the truth? And we'll tell ourselves, because I've experienced it, they don't want to hear it. What if one person wants to hear it? What if, out of curiosity, you say, if you've ever want to know what the abortion procedure really is, follow this link of a testimony before the Senate, where an abortionist gave, play by play, what it takes to end the life in the second trimester of life. He has now stopped being an abortionist. I think he might be a Christian now. I don't want to speak on his behalf, but he's left the abortion industry because he saw it for what it was, which is just absolute genocide and murder. What if you said, hey, if you support abortion, I strongly think that you should see images of what an abortion abortion actually is. And if you aren't willing to look at those images because they're creepy and disturbing, the worst nightmare you're ever going to have, then I think you should reconsider your stance on abortion. See, I can't look at child abuse. That's horrible because I don't agree with child abuse. But see, our world wants to keep things in the dark and prevent us from seeing truth so that we go along with whatever they say. See, we go along with things that go against God's word because it sounds good, but when we understand the damage it does to your mind, body, and soul, we would be absolutely against it as Christians. But Christians have bought the lie that just because they don't see it, just because they don't understand it, or just because they participate in it, hello it's acceptable. It should be accepted. We don't talk about pornography in the church. We don't talk about child pornography and the growth of that. We don't talk about human trafficking. We don't talk about abortion. We don't talk about it because what if someone's participating? (gasps) Oh no. Listen, we need to talk about the elephant in the room. We need to drag the truth out, get those skeletons out of those closets. And we have got to stop pretending that God doesn't know. Us staying intentionally ignorant is not honoring his holiness. I understand there are rabbit trails and lies and just crazy, just spin outs you can do on overload of information. I don't necessarily think you should waste your time, but if you passionately believe in something or if you passively go along with something, you better know what it is you're going along with because you will be held accountable. We will be held accountable for our silence, our ignorance, and our absolute, just complete passivity when it comes to these issues that are rocking our culture right now. And the people we vote into office have everything to do with that because they make the policies and the laws that reflect the hearts of a nation. So I do not really care about someone's personality. I care about their policies. I can love every little honey word they like to say and hate their policies. But we're not even paying attention because the media has told us what to think as for so long, we no longer think for ourselves. And God is saying, enough. You need to know His truth. We've got to get back into His word. And especially when it comes to this issue of abortion, you guys, abortion is just the first domino. If you don't think that abortion has anything to do with human trafficking, child pornography, the degradation, an absolute demise of the safety of our kids, you aren't paying attention. Because if we can murder 25% of an entire generation of millennials and Gen Z kids, then why do we think they should care about their own life? We've murdered 25% of them because they weren't wanted. Do you think kids don't realize that they aren't wanted? That children in general, teens in general aren't wanted? You're fooling yourself if you think that the genocide of abortion, the violence and cruel act of abortion is not affecting the psyche of those kids either directly or indirectly because it spills over into our media. It spills over into how we just look at them as consumers. It spills over into how we treat them. It spills over into our value system and how we value them. And I understand this may not be how you value children, but our world does not value them. We are murdering the most innocent among us who are helpless and defenseless. And we are cheering it on as a culture. And the Christians that don't cheer it on need to get loud. I understand, again, that prayer moves mountains, but so does talking and saying things out loud. You don't have to be combative to speak truth. And yes, there's a time and a place for everything. But you know what? There's never not a time or a place which is pretty much the MO of the church right now. This isn't the right time. This isn't the right place. That might make people feel uncomfortable. We should avoid this conversation. I'm done with avoiding conversations. It isn't winning souls and it isn't changing hearts. It is keeping people in a dungeon of darkness, whether they are addicted to pornography, whether they are justifying abortion, whether they are devaluing their children by brushing them off all the time. We've got to bring God back to the center of our lives to align our priorities. And as a church, we're just not doing it. We're not. I had a pastor once tell me that you can't speak truth in a way that is obvious and clear and passionate every Sunday because you'll lose your popcorn crowd. He said it wasn't sustainable. He said it wasn't sustainable because people will tune you out and they don't care. And they'll stop coming to church because they don't want to hear it. He told me that. In fact, he told me that in a very encouraging way. He was encouraging me that it was okay for pastors to stay passive and not really speak truth because really they were keeping the church full of folks on their butts in the pews. So my question to the church is, if all we want to do is sit around and feel good about ourselves, why don't we just join the Kiwanis Club or maybe just go to some sort of meeting or that makes us feel good about ourselves? Why are we going to church? What's the point? If we are not any different than the culture, if we aren't speaking truth and piercing through the darkness of these lies, what is the point? Yes, I believe in going to church, but not going to a church that absolutely does not honor God and give the Holy Spirit rule and reign in the moment. So ladies, we have a choice. We are either going to stay passive and be quiet, or we're going to find some way big or small whether it's going to an abortion clinic and standing outside and praying whether it is having conversations on social media god bless you i mean i'm all for that i know that is for the folks that can handle that and really have a thick skin i get it i love it i'm all in on that but i realize it's not for everybody or is it to donate to these organizations that are big and loud and lovingly truthful And in your face. This is not about shame. See, shame has shut us up for too long. We think if we've participated in it in some capacity, we don't have authority over it. No, that is a lie. I know so many parents that stop parenting because they're like, well, what are you going to do? I did that as a kid. Well, you're going to tell them you did that as a kid and to knock it off because they're going off a cliff. Just because you drove off a cliff and barely made it doesn't mean that you should let your kids do the same or anybody else you love. So enough being passive. We've got to start Doing something more than giving lip service in our minds to what we know God's truths are. And what we need to do this week is pray and say, what am I to do? What am I supposed to do? God, show me what am I supposed to do? Some of you, he may give you a big vision. And for some of you, it may just be one small letter, one email, one hand just extended to someone that you are worried about or that God puts on your heart. It may be a link to resources that you just feel God's telling you to put on Facebook. I don't know what it's going to be. But it'll be something. Maybe it'll be a burden to pray every day for half an hour for the abortion industry, which is what it is to crumble and fall in our nation. I'm not going to try and tell you what you're to do. But you've got to do something. And God knows exactly what that something is. So let's pray. God, God we do not want to be passive. We do not want to just let life pass us by and pretend that we have no part to play. That is a life from the pit of the devil and we will not abide it. So Jesus, we ask that this 25%, these babies that were murdered on the altar of convenience and comfort and lies, that we repent as a nation of just being so passive and shrugging our shoulders and saying, well, what are you going to do? We're not going to do that anymore. And we ask for your mercy on our country, because you will not abide a country who murders its own and calls it good. Jesus, we ask for your mercy. We ask for the lies to be broken apart. And we ask for you to tell each of us listening here today, what part we play in this battle for the beautiful saving of our innocent children. Jesus, be with us. We ask you to just be bold with us. Some of us, including myself, you might need to correct us. Re guide us, but show us something, God, that we're to do, and let us then have the bravery to do it. Let us have the wisdom that the Holy Spirit gives us to do it. Let us use your words, not ours, to do it. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to know there is not anything too big for our God, but we must all play our part because we keep thinking He's going to do our part for us. And it's not that He can't do whatever it takes. But he's always asked us to be a part of the process. And we need to start realizing that the time is now, not tomorrow. We must act for pro-life leaders. We must fight and elect people who are going to fight for these babies. And we must support those that are in the front lines willing to open their mouth if we aren't. In some capacity, we've got to start doing it because our children are under attack, whether they are unborn or born. I'm here to tell you they are under a massive attack. And this lockdown has not helped. It has not helped. The consumption of child pornography, the increase in child abuse, the absolute insanity of the culture coming at our kids through cartoons, books, movies, and and basically teaching them just broken, horrible, sinister, evil things. They start as really tiny, subtle messages, and they grow very quickly into identity issues and just this false lie that the devil wants them to take on. So ladies, it is is no joke. This is our time. We are here to show support, lead the way, and fight for our kids. Let's do this. Until next time, be blessed, get in the word, spend time worshiping and praising Jesus. Ask him what you're to do. Amen. Hey ladies, I wanted to let you know about a wonderful class that you can take. It's at americaunchained.org, all one word, America. Unchained.org. And if you go to the tab that says classes or learn, there are two classes that America Unchained now has. One is human trafficking 101, which tells you and explains the world of human trafficking and some basic ways you can help. And then there's a second class, which is super exciting. It's about kids being online, the media and grooming. So basically this is a class that explains what's out there on um, apps perhaps maybe even social media platforms, ways that predators can get to your kids and groom your kids, and that can possibly lead to human trafficking or child pornography. So we want to safeguard these kids. And I realize this is kind of intense for some people, but kids are online all the time now because they're required to be. And 68% of parents use online media to some capacity to basically occupy or babysit their kids. Everybody's done it, but you need to know what it is you're allowing. Also with social media, You know, when they carry a phone around, they're carrying a camera around. When they have a tablet in their hand, they have a camera in their hand. When they have a laptop in their hand, they have a camera in their hand. These classes really are hopeful because we teach parents, guardians, teachers how to safeguard kids online. So again, if you go to americaunchained.org, go up to classes. Use this code, though. It'll give you 50% off of either of those two classes. Strong Christian Female. All one word. Strong Christian Female female if you use that as a coupon code and you can share that coupon code with anybody you want you can email blast it if you're an influencer just put it online it's totally fine with me strong christian female gets you 50 percent off either of those two classes and sets you up to be empowered to protect kids and again this is a non-religious class this is not a christian platform AmericaUnchained.org is a non-religious platform, but it is taught by people who understand the absolute necessity of empowering parents to protect their kids. And if you're not a parent, it's going to empower you on the issue of human trafficking without sending you down rabbit trails that may or may not be true, or they honestly don't allow you to feel empowered and that you can do something. They, They tend to send you down this woe is me overwhelm trail, and we wanna take out the overwhelm and we wanna simplify things and really just get you guys up, running, and educated. Okay. Strong Christian Female at AmericaUnchained.org, one of their classes. Do one today, you guys. It's the price of a latte and a muffin. For a latte and a muffin, you can be empowered to change the trajectory and protect kids in the fight against sexual exploitation and human trafficking. All right, ladies. Thanks so much. See you next time.